Good afternoon. It's a Friday afternoon. You are locked into Facebook Live on WKYT's page. Brian Milam, Lee K. Howard, and we want to thank the good folks at Bluegrass Orthopedics who make this possible. And I know a lot of people are probably thinking, hmm, no basketball, no football, no horse racing this week. Oh, but yes, there is. And plenty of other topics. And we will take your questions, comments on Facebook Live. Uh, a, a lot of stuff to talk about, even though it's not in the season of the main sports of the world. I thought you were going to say there's a lot of people wondering what we're about to talk about. And I was going to well, say, I'm possibly. one of those people. But there is there is a lot to talk about. Just well, if you not don't know the, what you're talking about, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> just not the obvious. Real quick, if you're if you're watching on Facebook Live right now or on the podcast, we've got Danville, Kentucky, Jackson yeah, County, already. Manchester, Louisville, Nicholasville, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, lots of people checking in already, so thanks so much for watching. And uh, maybe we'll even interact with some people today if they have some good yeah, questions. Yeah, that's, that's fine by me. Um, there's softball, UK softball today, just uh, obliterating Ole Miss to make it to the semifinals of the tournament. UK baseball with a huge three-game set with South Carolina starting tonight. Um, we also just uh, got a little Benny Snell vision a little while ago from Pittsburgh. So we will check in on the former Wildcat tonight during the news and sports um, because there's a lot of Bengals fans in the Commonwealth. And how tough is it to root for a guy like Benny that you've rooted for for the last three years when he now goes to the arch rival of your favorite NFL team? It's not real hard because you root for Benny Snell and, and Bengals fans are just used to <laughs> underachieving so how hard is that how hard is that to, to, to not root for I mean I think you 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 definitely root for Benny Snell but I mean, what if he beats your team you know you're a fantasy football guy what if you've got the lead the another championship he's like the fantasy football it depends on it world. depends on if he's on my team or not but if he's not and he's it's third well, and two from the three and you know I'm Benny just, is gonna punch it I'm in. just going on record that I wish Benny Snell the very best how about that unless but, he plays your team unless he plays my fantasy <laughs> team and then you know uh you know but it is a big it is a big week uh weekend I guess for NFL rookies oh, so yeah, all the time. rookie mini camps around the NFL are beginning either today or tomorrow so you've got Benny Snell mm -hmm. starting his uh, career essentially in rookie minicamp with the Steelers. You got Lonnie Johnson, who actually signed his contract today with the Houston Texans. Four years, like $5.1 million, which is close to what Brian Milam makes here at WKYT. Exactly and right. uh, <laughs> uh, Josh Allen, either today or tomorrow, begins his career, uh, his minicamp with the Jaguars, Mike Edwards with the Bucks. So, yeah, this is a big weekend for all those guys. Yeah, and, uh, and also – when you think about the money involved, like Lonnie Johnson, we're going to talk about him later on during the 6 o'clock news. Um, a guy that great measurables at the Combines, did a bang-up job in the Senior Bowl games. and But a guy during the regular season, you really didn't hear a lot about. But when the, you see the number, the amount of money he's going to be signing for and he'll be playing for, it, it's staggering because there's so much emphasis put on Josh Allen and Benny and Terry Wilson, guys like that. But then when you get down into the, the, the middle rounds of the draft, even some of the lower rounds, and then you see what these guys are going to be making, you start to think to yourself, at least I do a little bit, where were they during the season? Yeah, I mean, it's just position. You know, sure. the NFL is looking for guys that fit the mold of what Lonnie Johnson is, yeah. a big physical, uh, you know, long uh, defensive player, defensive yeah. back. And so, I mean, you could say the same thing about Chris Westry, who wasn't drafted, but by right. all indications, you're hearing the Dallas Cowboys really think they picked up a kind of a steal uh, free agent guy. And had they had another pick, they might have taken him in the draft. Yeah. Um, so, you know, 
sometimes at the NFL, it's not always what you've done in college, but can you fit the mold and how high is your ceiling, as they like to say? Can you fit the mold of a guy that they're looking for? So uh, two other free agents, speaking of, just up the road in Cincinnati, we found out that both Darius West and Jordan Jones are up in Bengals training camp, or not training camp, but rookie mini camp. Uh, this weekend and Vince Merrow actually even went up there and <laughs> hung out with his uh, former guys a little bit today. So we're going to hear from Darius West uh, uh, tonight at six as well. So uh, wish those guys the best of luck. Also, yeah. wouldn't you like to be in that position? I mean, seriously, you're a 21 year old guy, 22 year old guy, and they just throw this huge amount of money. Like uh, what was it what we were talking about last night? George Asafo Jay got uh, a $10,000 signing bonus. They were like, no, that, and then like, oh, let's give you a 60,000. I mean, or 92,000. 92, 92, yeah. I'm thinking, hey, that would pay off my house, like right now. <laughs> What's well, left on it? Well, I mean, I'll it, take it. It's, it's, you, it's a good point because you bring that up. So maybe it's good if you're one of those guys, but yeah. if you're CJ Conrad, who's also with the Giants, he didn't get any sort of signing yeah, bonus. That's right. So, you know, you, you've got to really earn it if you're a CJ Conrad, Darius West. Or, uh, or Jordan Jones, those guys don't have any sort of guaranteed money. They're in, they're in a mini camp right now just trying to earn a living. I wonder if the, if the heart issue that C.J. Conrad allegedly had, you know, one doctor says, you've got this, and then all the other doctors take a look at him and say, no, you're good to go. I wonder mm -hmm. how much that really scared a lot of people away from him because Vince Merrow, Eddie Grant, uh, the U.K. coaching staff had said for the last couple of years, this guy is a, going to be a big-time NFL tight end. Uh, but then you get that heart scare, and certainly it, it, it bothered C.J. And then, as he said uh, to us, he had to go out and prove himself mm -hmm. all over again because people back away when you have a, a medical situation like that. So no signing bonus for C.J., but uh, all you got to do is get into camp, turn some heads, and, and make that roster, at least, at least the practice roster where you can get paid, and then uh, you never know what can happen. Absolutely. So, uh, Let's also mention this. I saw this just a little while ago, and the NCAA, you know, we love to, they love to tinker with rules, and they messed with uh, the defensive um, rules over the last couple of years. When Louisville won the 2013 national title, We're talking that about basketball, basketball now okay. that was then taken away. There was a lot of physical defense. I mean, to the point where you could hand check, move people around. Mm -hmm. Well, they fixed that the NCAA, but now they're talking about a couple of other things. One is slowing the trend, and I'm quoting this: slowing the trend of the three-point shot becoming too prevalent in men's college basketball by making it a more, a little bit more challenging. Basically, what that says extending the three-point line. Now, let's clear clear this up. Are you talking about these are proposed things? Yes, proposed, these are things. proposed but if they who's, propose them. Who's proposing them? The well, NCAA? this is the NCAA. The okay. NCAA is proposing So these aren't them. things that have gone through. These are things that they're proposing, they're sure. talking about. And okay. when they propose, let's be honest, more times than not, it's going to happen. And they started experimenting with it in the uh, NIT uh, of, of this year. And and talking about making the three-point line farther. Now, 19 feet, 9 inches is where it started. We saw it, obviously, in 1987 drastically impact the game. You push it back to 20, was it 20 feet, 21 feet, whatever, mm -hmm. and it still is a, is a big shot in the game. It just makes sense to me if the high school mark is 19-9 and the NBA line is 23-9, you put the NCAA line at 21 and keep it there. Instead yeah. of keep pushing it back, pushing it back, uh, just for I'm, me. That's yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I think that the uh, three-point shot has become such a big part of the basketball game uh, on all levels. Yeah. 
high school, college, and mm -hmm. the NBA, those players are going to take the Steph Curry, Steph Curry heat check type shots no from doubt. way out there anyway. So why move the line out there for them? Uh, I mean, I think you, you, like you said, there's a natural progression because pretty soon here, whether people like it or not, there are going to be some kids going from high school to the NBA once again. And so why make it to where you go from? Uh, I mean, why not just have a, of, of a progression is what I'm saying, I guess, uh, for that. Yeah, the three-point shoot, just to give you one other percentage. And it may not sound like a lot, but I think if you take it over a full uh, season, it could be. Three-point shooting percentage of the teams in the 2019 NIT, 33% with a, an extended line compared to 35.2% in the regular season. 2% doesn't sound like a lot, but if you keep pushing that line back, it's, it's good. I mean, it I, could a little bit dictate a game. Yeah, are they just saying – too many people hit too many three-pointers? I, I mean, so. is that the thinking behind that? I don't know. You I know, mean, it used to be go back 60 years when they had the real skinny lane and the George Mikans of the world and Bill Russell and and those guys, Wilt Chamberlain, were dominating. So then they said, well, we better put a three-second line, uh, three-second lane, widen it out. So they always tinker to make the game a little bit tougher. And I guess it's become too easy yeah, and for I guess a lot of guys. The other thing you, that you could argue, maybe the positive, if you allow me to argue the other side, maybe the positive to moving the three-point line out is you obviously then space out the floor a little bit more. And if you do that, you open up the driving lanes and you can't yeah, pack no the lane like, like a lot of college teams do. They try to muddy up. You see guys that they say, oh, they have a much better suited game for the NBA because they are able to cut and slash and drive to the, mm -hmm. to the uh, rim unlike they can do in college because of the three-point line. So I guess that would be the argument on the other side. You move it out, you're obviously moving out offenses and defenses and creating bigger lanes to the basket. So maybe maybe that's the thinking behind it. And it won't be too long, I'm sure, before the international lane comes into play sure. with the with the extended lane there. Uh, quickly want to mention UK softball. Uh, the four seed of the SEC tournament today just smoking Ole Miss 8 nothing giving them the run rule uh, in, in five innings, and now they're in the uh, SEC semifinals against Alabama. That game will take place tonight, 7 Eastern, I believe, so the Cats have a chance. I really think they're going to host a uh, regional. Uh, you, you beat Alabama two out of three of the regular season, and now you have a chance to uh, take out the number one seed again. Uh, I think no question if UK beats Alabama later on tonight, they host a regional, but they're probably mm -hmm. already in. Yeah, I think so. And, and, yeah, what a big win for them. They're having a, a great season. You've got Abby Cheek, the SEC Player of the Year, and a potential national, national yeah. Player of the Year candidate. I mean, she's one of ten right now. You've got Katie Reed on that team. Mm -hmm. She's been money uh, for the longest time. I mean, they've, they've got the pieces to really make a run. And you've seen with Rachel Lawson's group, they've not quite got over that hump and made yeah. it to the World Series. Last year against Oregon, they were just right there. But they made it about and, four years ago. Well, it was ago. about four years. Yeah, but, something but it's, like that. But they've got, I mean, they, they've got the pieces. Yeah. Maybe not the pitching, but they, they've got the pieces to get over that hump, and we certainly hope that they can do Yeah, that. they've got the offense to do it with Cheek and uh, – Alex Martins, I love watching her hit. And Jenny Shaper, you did a story mm -hmm. on her a couple of weeks ago how she lost like 20 pounds and in the process increased her home runs. I mean, she's hitting double-digit home runs as, at the catcher position. Uh, UK has a great offense. UK baseball, uh, they are tied. Okay, just quickly, 14 teams of the SEC, the top 12 go to the SEC tournament. It does not go by the top six in the East Division, top six in the West Division, the top 12 teams overall right now tied 
uh, with Alabama for one of the last spots, a one-game lead over South Carolina. So this weekend, starting tonight in Columbia, it could be do or die for the Cats because next week, third-ranked Vandy. Mm -hmm. closes out the regular season they that. come here yeah. that'll be tough to beat those guys yeah this is a huge a huge weekend because like you just alluded to this is a weekend that they can win even though it's on the road and, mm -hmm. and you better get this weekend with Vandy right around the corner yeah you have to um, you now have to. now just tonight's games for baseball tonight's mm -hmm. game tomorrow tomorrow night and Sunday, those are probably just on SEC Plus on probably the internet. Probably so. Seven, uh, noon, and noon. Right, yeah. So those games will be on the internet, SEC Plus. Tonight's softball game will likely be on the S. It is it on, was the on the SEC, SEC network. network. Yeah, so I be believe the SEC network is covering and airing all of the uh, all of the softball um, SEC tournament. One last thing, and we'll let you go on this Friday. Kentucky Derby 145 was last week. We now look forward to the Preakness next week. Wait, by the way, who did you have? I had, I put a $5 bet oh, on I wouldn't even say who you bet on, but who? I put a $5 bet on maximum security. Obviously, didn't win. I did have, because of the disqualification. <laughs> I was the only one that said maximum security for like I took two your weeks. advice. I took your oh, advice. Oh, okay, okay. No, okay. no, no. I took okay. it after the fact. For like I two weeks, I, I touted maximum security. And I was like the Lone Ranger out here with him. But anyway. All right, Kimasabi. Yeah. I took maximum security <laughs> after, you know, I was like, okay, let's, why not? But after the disqualification with Tacitus moving up, uh -huh. and I, that's where I won the money. Yeah, you were a big winner. Only because Tacit, only because of the disqualification. There's no DQ. I went a little bit on a 9-2 to two bet, 9-2 to two yeah. odds, but not what I would have had. So, Thanks, thanks, buddy. And, and I will say, I, I did two trifectas, and in one of the trifectas, I had, of all horses, Country House and Tacitus, but I did not have Code of Honor. So Way to go. I ended up uh, walking away with just my uh, memories. But I did and, uh, have Code of Honor it. only because, and this is, you know, everybody's got their own betting reasons, only because Suge McGahee won with Orb in 2013 in the uh -huh. mud. And I say, Code of Honor in the mud, why not? Sure enough. Yeah, it, it maybe I should have listened to you. Oh, I doubt it. Anyway, I'm not going to listen to him anymore, and you don't have to listen to us anymore unless you just want to. But, hey, thanks, for everybody, for watching. Um, you may say where, where we have sure, some people. Sure, why not? Mouthcard, Kentucky. Have yeah. you ever heard of Mouthcard, Kentucky? Eastern Kentucky, man. Is that where that's at? I love okay. Mouthcard, Kentucky. Okay, Mouthcard, Kentucky. I'm going to go visit there Memory sometime. serves. It's over in eastern Pike County. What about Zoe, Kentucky? Zoe, that's over Zoe, in Zoe, Kentucky. Also. Okay, Hazard, obviously. Right. Uh, someone's watching from the Kroger in Georgetown. <laughs> That's always good. Another person from Georgetown. That's, Rice Town, Kentucky. Rice Town, Kentucky. Not that one. Uh, oh, see, is that Chris McGoffin Bailey County? over here says McGoffin County. Bailey just, he's from McGoffin County. He just says everything. And he McGoffin gets to point County. at a weather map where he says, okay, Bailey says that's in uh, McGoffin County. Um, da, 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 we have uh, just uh, Corbin. Oh, your buddy Drew is watching from Corbin. Drew Mayhem. Um, that's Gotta right. Be Drew. And uh, that seems to be everybody that's checking out. All right. That we've seen. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, for thanks for watching. And thanks to uh, Bluegrass Orthopedics. You see their logo right here. They are the main cat behind us doing Facebook Live every Friday. For Lee K. Howard, I'm Brian Milam. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week.